This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Thursday the 20th of May. In your Squeeze today, trading with the UK, Trump's criminal investigation, alcohol not for the brain, and what $2 million will get you. This is your Squeeze today. Starting with what's making headlines in the UK, Claire, because it involves us. Word on the street is that Prime Minister Boris Johnson supports a free trade deal with Australia. In case the term free trade deal has you a bit boggled, I get that. What it basically does is encourage trade, usually in goods, but occasionally in services by making it cheaper. If it happens, it'll be the first new free trade deal the UK does post-Brexit. And that has UK farmers, Claire, a bit concerned because if it's too generous, it might set a precedent for future trade agreements and mean they have to compete with cheap imports. And the concern is that if tariff-free access to the UK's food markets is the standard that is being set for these sorts of deals, it's not necessarily the deal with Australia that has them worried. It's what happens after that because there's deals with America coming and all sorts of other countries now that they're free of the European Union and able to make their own sorts of deals. The UK farming sector is very strong. Think about what comes out of Scotland, what comes out out of the regional areas of Britain uh, and also in Wales. Uh, they, of course, don't necessarily want to compete with Australian beef and cereals and other things, uh, but we are far away. We're 15,000 kilometres. We're not that big of a threat. It's what happens with all those other deals potentially in the future. From Australia's point of view, there's been lots of talk about us finding new opportunities for trade. Considering our relationship with our largest trading partner, China, is a bit iffy. It is a bit iffy. We've seen that unfold last year. Uh, A lot of those issues have not been resolved. There's still a lot of concerns for beef producers, barley, wine, those in lobsters, seafood, sugar, all sorts of industries. They're still on ice with China. Uh, But what Scott Morrison has said when it comes to the sort of volume of trade we're doing with China, it's never been bigger. If you look at the year to March, the official data says that we exported $149 billion worth of goods to China. A lot of that, though, is iron ore, which is selling for a rip-roaring price at the moment. Still lots of question marks about our relationship with China more broadly. Labor's Foreign Affairs spokeswoman Penny Wong this week criticised the government's approach to dealing with China, calling it frenzied, afraid and lacking context. To the Middle East, where overnight Israel confirmed they have fired rockets at targets in Lebanon. That's in response to four being launched at it from a Lebanese territory. It doesn't seem clear that any damage has been done on either side, but still the hope of many that things would start to calm down seems far from likely. Yeah, Hamas has a real stronghold in Lebanon, and while no one has claimed responsibility for that, that's the general sense that that's where it's come from. Uh, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu Netanyahu says that he's determined to carry on with the campaign of airstrikes to keep Israeli citizens safe. Overnight, US President Joe Biden has told Netanyahu that he expects a significant deacceleration of the conflict. And as promised, we have a squeeze shortcut out this morning on what is happening over there. It looks quickly at the history, why things are at where they are now and the efforts 
to achieve a ceasefire. Just search for Squish Shortcuts in your preferred podcast app or a link to it is in your episode notes. To Donald Trump now, Claire, remember him? I that do. Guy? Well, there's now a criminal investigation into his business operations. There's been a couple happening in New York, uh, one that has been launched by the Manhattan District Attorney's Office, particularly looking into claims that payments were given to women for silence from the Trump organisation about affairs that they might have had with the former US president. This latest one has been commissioned by the Attorney General Letitia James of New York. Her office had been looking into civil claims against against the Trump organisation, but what she announced yesterday is a criminal investigation. There's no real details yet about what exactly that is aimed at. Trump responded overnight. He said, and this is the quote, that there is nothing more corrupt than an investigation that is in desperate search of a crime. One study out of the UK, Claire, has found that any amount of alcohol consumption is harmful to the brain. Isn't that a pain? Yeah, (laughs) annoying. Like not drinking a lot, not drinking more than your standard allocation per day, but just any alcohol. And what it says is that, uh, sure, drinking in larger quantities is really bad, but if you drink even a drop of alcohol, that it does have an impact on your brain. Uh, There's worse outcomes for people who have high blood pressure and uh, body mass index, but pretty much anyone can be affected, this study says. The disclaimer on this one is that the study is still yet to be peer-reviewed and I'm sure there'll be someone who'll dispute it at some point. Yeah, fingers crossed. Eurovision Claire is back. Aussie Act Montaigne, though, has not made the grand final. Yeah, all sorts of spoiler alerts. I'm sure pretty much everyone has heard that. Uh, People do consume their Eurovision in very different ways. Some store it up to the weekend. I'm sure we're not the only one if you're one of those crazy fans that likes to um, take it all in in one go uh, that Australia is out, but that's what's happened. Uh, She was at a very significant disadvantage She said that she knew that she wasn't going to get through and that's because she had to send a pre-recorded version of her song Technicolor in. She wasn't there like all the other acts were. That, of course, because of COVID and the inability to travel. Eurovision tragics, as Claire says, we know you're out there given 200 million people around the world have tuned in so far. You'll know this already, but SBS will be broadcasting Eurovision over the weekend starting tomorrow night. Claire, depending on what side of the fence you're on, homeowner or home seeker, this will be a great read or a really disheartening one. Domain has collated a list of what type of properties you can buy for $2 million around Australia. The hot tip is that Darwin gives you the most bang for your buck. <laughs> it does look like that, doesn't it? There's some <laughs> really nice looking properties in that part of the world. Um, if you're looking in Sydney or Melbourne, you're probably going significantly more down market for $2 million. It's extraordinary the sort of cash that we're talking about, isn't it? Just to get a home that you can call your own. It sure is. If you're looking in Sydney, you're looking at a dilapidated terrace. If you're looking in Darwin, you're looking at a resort style home with water views. (laughs) Take your pick. Squeeze the day, Claire. And down in Victoria today, the 2021-22 state budget will be delivered. Yep, big day for budget nerds. They've had quite a May. Uh, when it comes to official data as well, the unemployment numbers are out for April. Of course, it's the data set that economists have been waiting for because you compare it to March and you'll see the impact of JobKeeper coming off. Lots of eyes on that one. And Claire, this one is actually for tomorrow, but given you aren't on the podcast tomorrow, I've got to bring it up today. Tomorrow will be... <laughs> 
three years since we launched the Squeeze Today podcast. Only feels like 30, so that's quite good, isn't it? (laughs) We started, I was looking back, we started by celebrating milestones like 200 episodes, 2 million listens. Claire, we've had something like 18 million listens of the podcast now. We've published hundreds of episodes, nearly thousands of episodes. But the huge thanks goes to those who listen in. The way word has spread about the podcast has been the main driver of growth for us. So a big thank you. Yeah, we love getting up and doing it. And we're just so thrilled you get something out of it too. Yeah, absolutely. It's the whole idea. Thanks for listening. To help us celebrate our third birthday, if you like the squeeze and listen via Apple, leave us a review, a glowing review, if you will. (laughs) That's all from us. And we'll be back tomorrow. message now from our podcast partner, BHP. The steel made from iron ore plays an important role in providing the production of our energy infrastructure, from wind turbines to power poles. So cutting carbon emissions in iron ore production is key. It's why BHP has committed to a solar and battery agreement to help power its port facilities at Port Headland. It's happening now at BHP.